hey hey your girl is back yes it is friday eight o'clock y'all already know what time it is the lois lane radio show we are here so first let me just get right on into it okay um governor governor you have released um some people i'm gonna say some because all of us ain't crazy um to all this luxury entertainment hairdos barbershops uh what theaters bowling alleys everything but i mean you got one right you got the church right but all that other jazz i don't really think that's necessary but even if they did open it i don't think um we have really um any common sense as to what's going on there's a joke that me and one of my friends had um Dominique, she um, made a post. She was like, I ain't going outside um, because Noah's in a dove. Listen, people, we got to be smart about these things. They test everything on animals before humans. Now, all of a sudden, they don't want to test this on animals. Like, what, what's really going on? But, again, there's a catch-22. We, we were tired. I'm going to say we because I'm inclusive, but not really. We were tired of being home. We were tired of the, I guess, prisons, so to speak. And then as soon as it's like, oh, it's time to go out, it's like, oh, wait a minute. They trying to kill us. Yeah. Um, pick whichever side you want. Just pick one so we can be done with it. So we can see who, you know, um, is willingly to be the sacrificial lamb at this point. And yeah. Y'all go do that while we, you know, are still staying home, being safe. Of course, y'all know the only reason I would come out and look flat at the same time is because the Lois Lane radio show. Other than that, it's grocery home. Period, poo. I'm literally on the same tank of gas from like three weeks ago. No lie. I ain't been going nowhere, and that's a good thing. Um, but let me... <laughs> the, the other topic that I want to talk about, these... um disinfectant injections how did we wake up to this kind of story like yeah i'm just gonna walk outside all right i'll be back i'm just gonna give me a lysol injection like who seriously thought that that was serious i mean i can tell the man is like kind of out there in his head but still the point is why take him serious but people did companies apparently did because the fda had to stop production of packaging because they started to print that Clorox was ingestible. Y'all out here drinking bleach? I mean, y'all doing everything else. But the point is, sane people, people with a little bit of common sense. Y'all out here drinking bleach? Like, y'all just pouring it up with some ice? Just, just go ahead and write your will. Just write your will because... It won't be me. I'm not taking no Clorox pills. I'm not taking no injections. If it ain't for external use and cleansing anything outside, I don't care what they say. They better not put no bleach in nothing that I consume, period. Um, now, there is this old school remedy to clean the JJ, but it's diluted with bath water and all that other stuff. Now, I don't know if that's even safe based on pH balance and all that, ladies. But I know that's what they used to do in the olden days. But that's because people was, you know, promiscuous, went in right, and they was trying to figure out what was going to kill everything <laughs> that y'all was bringing in the house. So I I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, yeah, I, I don't use Clorox. I don't need to. Um, But for those who actually do, I, I need y'all to check the 
the warnings on the back of the bleach box or the container. Yeah, y'all shouldn't be putting that down there. I don't care how clean you think you're supposed to be. Um, use what goes where it goes, okay? Period. But that brings me to a story because y'all know I already, always have stories. So... <laughs> I, I literally had broke up with my ex, right? And we was, like, trying to be, like, you know, these friend things, you know, friend things. Um, And <laughs> this man told me he was cleaning his, you know, um, man-man with peroxide. Like, that was supposed to stop STDs. I need you to um check, check yourself out, check in to a hospital or something. Now, this was, you know, about almost two years ago, but still... The point of it was, I looked at him like crazy, and he was like, well, my pubes are turning brown. Uh, duh, it's peroxide. What you think is going to happen? But that doesn't mean that it's going to cleanse what done already got inside your system. How weird and dumb is that? Like, anyway, people, if it's not, um, if it's not, um, what, if it's not what it's supposed to be based on the label and all that, just don't even, don't bother just leave it on the shelf. It ain't, it ain't, trust me. If you're itching down there, go get what need to be prescribed. Don't listen to nobody. Your boys ain't gonna help you. If you got an STD, just go take care of that. Speaking of, y'all, I got DM today. A friend, I'm gonna say a friend because he's a friend, but <laughs> he sent me a message talking about send some good for JJ his way and he'll pay $500. Um, and he added he'll clean it too. Sir, what make you think first I know somebody who wants to sell themselves to I didn't know y'all was out here cleaning and waxing and stuff. Y'all y'all doing all of that now? Like, man, y'all say something. I have absolutely no idea whatsoever um why that message came to me, but that was that was a good laugh today because yeah, I'm sorry. I won't leave the house like that. I'm not letting nobody and and yeah, but again, I don't know anybody who has five hundred dollar for JJ. I'm just saying, don't send me those kind of messages. Um, but yeah, it was. I probably had about five messages today about meeting up or hooking up or chilling, and um, this is very weird. This is very weird because it just was like. Okay, what's kind of dead? You know, I, I get the onesies and twosies off and on, but it just happened to be that the governor said we're gonna open outside and not everybody getting busy. Mm-mm, not mean y'all could y'all could keep whatever y'all was spreading, um, whatever y'all was buying. <laughs> y'all could keep that because I know somebody was. I've been told that y'all was buying people, like buying people to sleep with and do all this other crazy stuff. Y'all could keep all of that, okay? Because. Uh, Corona, she's still out there. He's still out there. Whatever y'all want to label it, it's still out there. Um, most of y'all probably went quarantining right anyway. So, yeah, whatever y'all got, y'all could keep that. You, No, nah, you ain't got to worry about me for a good good minute. Good little long minute, especially here. It's almost 7 million people here. Nah, you good. You good. You real good. Um, also, what I wanted to talk about... Um, was oh no I'll, I'll wait for that sorry yeah i'll wait for that um but yeah 
Um, give me just a little bit. I'm going to go on break and I'll be back with Lois Lane Column. And then um, after that, we'll uh, bring in our guests for this evening. So stick with me. I'll be right back. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Raw Face and DJ Easy. Don't 
All right, y'all. I am back. Um, yeah, it takes two to make the thing go right. Just not right now. So y'all stay away from me. <laughs> Social distancing, six feet. I'm saying 10. I don't care what they saying. Stay back unless I welcome you into my space. Okay. Um, so right now, just for a little bit, um, I did have a few, um, well, probably one or two stories that were submitted for Lois Lane column. Now, if you have a crazy weird story that you want to send whatever topic you want to send it for just send it in um if you want it read live on air i won't call names i won't do any of that but i just want to um discuss it that's about pretty much all yeah so um okay here's one um on my first day of work i accidentally called my boss daddy first day of work um, I'm not really sure where you are working <laughs> for you to feel that comfortable on your first day. But, um, uh, yeah, she's like, everyone heard I'm at the age of 33 and that's probably not the acceptable term for father, but here we go. Yeah. Um, th please don't call your boss daddy. Don't, don't refer to him at all other than Mr. or Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you're actually working for your uh, your father or your daddy, um, you should probably not be calling them daddy. Yeah, I would never, ever make that mistake. Not even on my worst day. Um, that was a first day. Um, weird situation. Absolutely. Okay, so another one. Let's see. Oh, this was another lady. Um, apparently, she's married. Her boss is married. But amongst talking on the phone, because, you know, Zoom and phone calls and all this, because of stay at home, they were in a conversation. And before she hung up, she said, I love you. <laughs> and then when she started explaining, she's like, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got this going on, this going on, this going on. And then he hung up in the middle of her talking. <laughs> Awkward. Um, what are y'all doing? Daddy, I love you. You know, those words just don't come easy for me to say to anybody, let alone like, even if I'm talking to my pops, like I, I'm usually the one to say, I love you too. I'm not usually the one that be like, all right, love you. Like, it's usually I'm after. So, I don't know how the conversation goes. Like, you're on the phone about work, and then it translates in your mind to, I love you? Mm, yeah. I, I, I definitely would not have had that situation at all whatsoever. Y'all got some weird work stories. Oh, my God. Um, let me see. Oh, here's another one. Yeah. Um, I used to work uh, down the hall from my boss. This was probably the second week of me working there. And we were doing a prank, apparently. Young, probably in her 20s. Um, so she, re I guess, reached her hand up to fake slap him. And he actually moved and she made it a real slap. 
but she still kept her job. Yeah, I would never. Not even in a prank. Like I've I've worked at a place. My longest um time that I worked at a place was eight years. I would never. I don't care how comfortable I felt. Put my hands on any co-worker, employer, even as a prank type thing. Like, you, there's just certain things for HR reasons and harassment why you should not be reaching to slap your boss. Um, I mean, any, any culture, unless, you know, they hit you first or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, as a joke, as a prank, yeah, that was a disaster. People, people don't slap your boss. Not, not if you want to keep your job and stay out of legal trouble. Please, please don't do that. Um, I think, let me see if I got one more. Nope. I think that's all the crazy stuff. That's all the crazy stuff that I got. So yeah, we're gonna, um, we're gonna leave that where that is. Don't be calling your boss's daddy. Don't be telling your bosses I love you, whether it's a man or woman. And daddy can go for a man or woman these days, too. So <laughs> I've heard the weirdest things when it comes to stuff like that, I swear. I don't know where y'all get it from. Y'all must just sit home and just think of crazy stuff to say. But, yeah, I know mm -mm. y'all can keep that. Y'all can keep that. So what I'm going to do right now, we're going to spend some time... Um, with my guest now i'm gonna tell y'all just a little bit before um i introduce her very very nice sweet spirited um genuine energy like when i first met her like we were just like ah, oh my gosh then found out she was a dj i was like ah, oh my gosh like it just went from like oh okay oh, to oh my gosh i love you like you know crazy stuff like that um, but I've been like, and this has been since what, probably mid last year. Yes. Yeah, summer, summer last year. So it was almost a year, but, um, when I met her and just been keeping up and looking at her, um, bio, she's done so much stuff, so much stuff. She's an entrepreneur. She's a DJ. She's a producer um she's a real estate um investor she is a business management and financial um advisor like she just does so much and you know i i commend us as black women as women of culture to get out of the norm especially um when it comes to all we seem to care about is exterior and they don't really take us serious when it comes to um the knowledge part of us you know how smart we are how intelligent we are um how creative we can be like it's so many awesome women that i've run into that have so much so much going on um for ourselves and it just inspires me like i was um watching i just told um a good friend of mine too to go watch it but the um the Madam C.J. Walker, man, when I tell you, um, <laughs> I was like, 
oh my god this thing is so good it encouraged me so much it was like okay one thing fails get up try it again another thing fails try it again maybe go a different route to get to it this time but next time do it this way or something like that like just the the tenacity and just out I, I think it was more so the energy and I know I can do this even though all these obstacles come even though all these obstacles seem like it's pushing me further back I like I was telling my friend I'm like that showed me so much strength that we have that we're gifted with as women and it's not to say that we are supposed to be burden bearers or we're supposed to experience hardship but we have this net um thing about us to say you know what this happened get up get up and straighten this out like seriously right. and i related to some things that i've been at some low places i ain't gonna lie i've been at some low places in my life to where i just was like this ain't worth it this ain't worth it i'm having headache this and that stress blah blah blah. this ain't worth it and nine times out of ten if i just make it over that hurdle or that bump it's like i can see why it was it was a greater test involved because i knew that there was something greater on the other end like you don't see it when you're going through and everything is a mess and it don't don't look like every the puzzle is coming together but when you actually sit back it's like oh that's why like it's i don't know but i'm just so amazed like i don't know your personal story but i'm just like so amazed at a lot of what we can do a lot of our strength a lot of our power um i mean our blood is rich like hands down sorry y'all african-american culture our blood is rich so i will say that till i die i'm i'm not changing that for nobody you you ain't gotta worry i, I won't be toby i will be kunta you ain't gotta worry you might well just kill me um and um but yeah i just wanted to um just say that real quick um go ahead and introduce yourself um once you introduce yourself um we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and we can get deeper into what you bring um as a female entrepreneur dj producer all that good jazz into entertainment and just the world of business today so ladies and gentlemen Please help me welcome DJ Belex. How are you? What's good, everybody. Man, shout out to this queen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Man, you so real. Thank you for every compliment that you gave me. Because honestly, it's it's good to hear from another black queen mm -hmm. as well. But also just knowing that we both are in the same industry and mm -hmm. we're striving in a male-dominant industry. Every right. angle that you look at it, we still got to maneuver still rise above yes through all the obstacles um and it's not easy yeah you know we make it look easy yeah but it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely but um just a little bit about myself yeah. you know i'm from chattanooga tennessee okay but i'm based here in the atl okay how long so, you been here 
Um, I've been here since 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. I came here originally for college. Okay. So that's how I got to Atlanta, Georgia. But from Chattanooga to, to Atlanta, Georgia, basically it's only an hour and 30 minutes. It's mm-hmm. not that far from each other. So growing up, my dad exposed me to other cities, mm-hmm. and of course, through travel. And I would come to Atlanta a lot, and it was like the black mecca it was like, because yes. where, where I come from, it's like nothing, nobody black doing anything great. So it's like when I see black people driving the cars that you only see, yes. you know, other races mm-hmm. and stuff like that driving. I'm just like, wow, you can be a boss and be black. Oh, right, right. you don't have to be the worker. Right. Hmm, I want to live there. Yeah. So I knew that back then, like at 12, 13, like mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be in Atlanta. I just knew I wanted to. Yeah. And God brought it full circle. That's so, kind yeah. of um, the same thing I thought when I, I started visiting, because I started visiting more often. Um, about two and a half years ago and I was like man this like feels like you know that's when Black Panther came out so I was like this like Wakanda like it's so rich with us and I see black people with Maseratis I see black like the whole stream just nice homes uh, yeah businesses now now mind you it's some flakies out there it's some people who fronting but for the most part the people that I've been around who um, I've seen have held them held their own. So yeah, that's I'm, 100% true. I'm just amazed. Like this really is the black mecca. Like everything people say, good or bad, it is what it is. Like I've I've seen it, good or bad, it is what it is. You can't say no to something if you ain't seen it. Like right, it, it really is what it is. And, and um, you can go out. Like one thing yeah. I noticed because where I'm from, like. It, it was a point where growing up, we couldn't even go out without nobody shooting or getting fighting. So mm. for me, coming to a city where people about business, people supporting, people creative, yeah. and they can be hundreds of them in one location and nobody's arguing, nobody's fighting, nobody's yeah. trying to kill each other. So And it's the summertime. It's yeah. hot as hell. Yeah. So it's like for me, I was just so amazed to, to see that in a city like Atlanta. Yeah. It's and. For you to say that, that's one thing that I noticed, too. It's a lot of networking um, in Atlanta. Um, so much to be involved with. Now, mind you, you still have to be careful of, you know, who you connect with. But there's so many opportunities for different type of groups, different type of settings that you can network. There's church groups. There's professional groups. There's just hanging out groups. There's women groups. There's bisexual groups there's transsexual like there's a whole bunch of everything for everybody entertainers um there's everything for everybody and right. it's networking and it's not fighting usually that's usually after hours <laughs> exactly like when you're drunk like yeah it's three o'clock in the morning but yeah. no seriously Atlanta is just one of those supportive black um like I don't know, it's just one of those melting pots for yeah, black people. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. That is definitely a good yeah, word. Yeah, I was trying to find the word. I was like, what <laughs> is it? What is it about Atlanta? Yeah, but yeah. it drew me in. So I've been here since 2012, and I've just been like how you said you go through depression. Like mm-hmm. I've been through that here. I've mm-hmm. been trying to fight for who I am, trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. And now I know exactly who I am before I graduated college. So yeah. it's like, okay, I found myself. Now I'm just gonna hone in on it. And keep on just going for it. Yeah. Going for what I want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back and we'll dive into some more of DJ Belax's life. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I am the light. L-Y-L-L-Y-T-E. I am the light. L-Y-L-L-Y-T-E. I am the light. L-Y-L-L-Y-T-E. I am the light. 
understand the metaphoric phrase, light as a rock, it's explaining how heavy the young lady is. You know what I'm saying, King? Yes, my brother. But I would consider light as a rock a simile because of the usage of the word as. And now, directly from the planet of Brooklyn, MC Light as a rock. Must I say it again? I said it before. Move out the way when I'm coming through the door. Me, heavy, as light as a rock. Guys, watch, even some of the girls clock. Step back, it ain't that type of party. No reply if you ain't somebody. Get out my face, don't want to hear no more. If you hate rejection, don't try to score. First base, you ain't got what it takes. Your smile, your wink, your big fake flake. You're so pathetic, you make my stomach turn. You beg, you borrow, now you have to learn. a rock or I should say a boulder rolling down your neck pounding on your shoulders never shall I be an MC called a wannabe I am the light L-Y-T-E this is the way it is don't ever forget hear the rhyme someone else and you know they've been all in the way just little obstacles chew them up spit them out just like pops up suckers out of my way we're not on the same wavelength I show stability potential and strength on the other hand you are weak and unruly can never be a spot cause you're just a plain stupid I'm a slave, I'm a slave to the rhythm. Death rhymes on the microphone is what I'm giving. Yes, I am a rock and you are just a pebble. Milk turn up the bass and rock are just levels. If a rap can paint a thousand words and I can paint a million. Wait, light is capable of painting up a zillion raps. And when I say it, this is what I mean. Audio 2 and alliance on the scene. And I like to say what's up to my producer, King of Chill. Party people, are you ready? Jam if you will. Never underestimate light DMC. I am a rapper who is here to make things the way they're meant to be. The word ultimate. I'm here to take the title, but I had a little trouble. Hard with my rubber, but I got rid of those who tried to rock me. Light is here, no one can stop me. You know, we also have hip-hoppers that follow by the tone of my voice. You can tell I am a scholar. I'm also the leader of the hip-hop followers. Now get this. I'm at a jam and I'm rocking it. Suckers like a checkerboard. Red, black is flocking it. The graces I ease across the stage. Bars around the audience. Sort of like a cage. They laugh because they assume I'm in prison. But in reality, they're locked in. Once again, I state that I can't be stopped because, yo, I am as light as rock. All right, so 
I don't know how many of you all remember that, but um, MC Light is one of my faves. So yeah. Um, all right, we are back, and I say we because y'all know I have DJ Blax in What's the good? building. Hey, with the queen, <laughs> the goddess. Let's go. Yes, yes. Okay, so we know you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yep. Um, you came here 2012, 2012 for school. You're in all sorts of things. Got your hands busy. Um, first thing that I want to ask, um, are you, with everything going on, are you eager to get back in with the millions of civilization to what we would probably say is no longer going to be normal. Right. Because I don't even think it's going to be normal even when people are mm-hmm. able to con- you know, conjugate or whatever. But I'm not going to be um, just... I'm not going to be in the mix. I'm kind of going to wait it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just chill and just right. try to finesse as much as I can without getting paid through the DJ world because that's mm-hmm. just a stream of income that I right. get that I took a loss you know with me not being able to do a bit mm-hmm. but i'm cool yeah. you know that's why you gotta have multiple streams of income absolutely um so i think i'm gonna wait it out and just chill yeah. and just see how everything goes because i really don't feel like i don't want to be sick y'all listen I don't want to. i'm sorry <laughs> just not in that and, and they still don't the vaccine that they're supposedly making they still don't know if it works and right. there's like reports that the people who've had it are getting it back, which to me is crazy. That makes me think that it was just suppressed. They never really got rid of it. Right. Like, seriously. Um, it is coming back for people, right? I yeah. think it, that's what I've heard too. I heard that it comes back and I'm just like, but the people that were affected, they're going to be out thinking they're okay. Like, yeah. just those people too. And it's just like, and I don't know. And people who don't even know that they have it because right. you don't even know by symptoms. And I'm like, everything, every sickness that we've known um, to come, you you see some effects. Right. How is it that this is a virus and you don't even know you have it because you don't have symptoms? Like, if it's a cold, your nose start running. If you get a headache, maybe. Um, you get stuffy or start right. coughing. Flu, you know. If you got chicken pox, you start breaking out. Like, there's certain things you can see to correlate certain sicknesses. Even if you have a heart attack, your arms start hurting. Like, something. Right. But they said no symptoms. Yeah. You might not have no symptoms. And the test might just be like, oh, you positive. Like, how? how you I can't even. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't even. How is it that you could just submit a test and be like, oh, you got it. And you can't tell me how I got it because you can't see nothing. I can't see nothing or feel right. nothing everything's normal and then all of a sudden I got to quarantine for 14 days or however long until they say and take medicine and get shots and all this other stuff like to me it just sounds like a another agenda or something but it doesn't sound right all of this really isn't right I don't understand the method I really I do think it's deeper than what we can see on the surface because You got to think that we, we're we not supposed to know everything. Right. So they're going to give you what they want you. Yeah. Just like Absolutely. anything in life. Absolutely. You know, people are not, if you work for a boss, they're going to, they they hear what's really going on at right. the top, but they're going to just kind of like modify it a little bit yeah. and tell you, yeah, so this is what we're going to do, the new protocol. Right. But you don't know why things are changing. Exactly. So I, I think that's what's happening here. I feel like. It's a warfare going on. It is. Um, I think um, it's a huge reset. Yeah. I think I think it's to not get us to a place where it's comfortable for the people. It's right. more so 
a reset or new order for the higher ups. Like mm. it's it's because they were still getting paid. You got to think about it. If you invested into the food industry, mm-hmm. you invested into the oil industry, mm-hmm. you invested into the yeah. water, like everything that's constant, constant through all of this, yeah. like they still was getting paid. Still getting paid, right. Um, that's that's the thing. That's another thing in regards to the payments. The stimulus, they're trying to pass a bill to give $2,000 a, a month to families that are still not working or that was affected it's like where's all this money coming from like i don't know it's it's just a lot but i know for me i ain't ready to do a whole bunch of nothing right with all these people rushing to the beach i'm gonna let that wave pass and i'm gonna go where ain't nobody there like that would be one of my pleasures it's going to the beach Going to the beach or fishing, I'm good. Anything else I can do inside my house. Exactly. I don't, I don't have to be outside. Like, honestly, my my schedule hadn't changed much other than I wasn't working. Right. And um, well, I'm still not working, but um, and I'm not networking every other day because on Fridays I have my show. Right. And I'm usually not hanging out too much, so I'm I'm cool. Like you the used places, to the yeah. <laughs> the places that are open, I, I wasn't going anyway unless right. I was going to support a friend or something. So it's it's kind of like. I'm cool. Like I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm not rushing to go back to do nothing. I'm I'm good right now. Like I would still like a regular paycheck, but at the same time, my health and my safety is what's most it's important. Way more important. So yeah, I just look at it that way. Um, Did also, that twelve hundred dollar check that wasn't nothing. You. That's well, well that's from your taxes from next year. So that's definitely nothing that the government is giving. They're just going to take that out of whatever you file for 2021. What? So for, you got to pay it back. For 2020 tax returns, it's going to be taken out from next year. Hmm. So you're going to owe the government. Well, if you if you if don't, you, you know, if you haven't worked to, to um, save taxes throughout the year, like where they're holding taxes, right. if it doesn't, equal up to $1,200 or more, then, yeah, you will owe, mm-hmm. owe the government. That's crazy. Yeah. They should have just kept it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they definitely should have for most people who are not responsible. But, right. um, yeah. So the next thing, because of quarantine, I know you love basketball I and do. sports. Yes. And, like, how are you feeling now that the NBA has been canceled? And I was looking forward to that. I was actually going to be in L.A. for the BT experience. Mm. So, for me, I was going to go try. I knew the Lakers was, was going to be in the playoffs. Mm. So, I was like, with LeBron James, you know, like, yeah. they was doing really, really good. They actually was, they was definitely going to make the playoffs. So, I'm like, I'm going to catch a game. I've never seen LeBron in, in person, and I, I love know. the Lakers. And then with Kobe passing and yeah. everything, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in L.A. I got to catch a game. Mm. But I feel some type of way because I'm not going to be able to probably do both. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll be able to do both, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be back to normal I don't by think the end of June. Because it was June 25th through the 30th I was going to be Yeah, I don't. LA, I so. don't think that. Probably not before the end of summer. Yeah. Because when they first initially started talking about the vaccine and the cure, they were like, it's going to take months, probably through December, through the holidays. Because of all the research and all of everything they got to do. and Right. I don't know. But if you pass by the hospitals and stuff, you don't really see that many people there. So where are they taking all these people? Hmm. If everybody is, you know, supposedly having 
the coronavirus and a lot of people. You the saw numbers them cases are, like over hundred thousand yeah, for the U.S. Yeah, but every place it, it's like it's a mixed message. It's oh my gosh, don't do it. We see them all all the time. They're all through the hallways and stuff. Right. So it's got to be certain locations. It's probably not everywhere that's like really really intense, but still a virus out there so right. it's still something that we have to be careful about but um yeah i know that for a fact that the nba is probably not going to be the same yeah um, it's i mean in the nfl they're gearing up you know they had the nfl draft mm-hmm. yesterday yeah and they're still acting like the nfl season is going to start in september or august or september one of them yeah. months and i'm just like that's why be dangerous that's too much just like sixty thousand yeah. people a game yeah. like that's too much and I then that's not even the workers that's not even like it's they can't even keep cleaning supplies on the shelves now how are they going to be able to maintain that part mm. like I just don't get it. Even yeah. with work now, like, how are they going to be able to continue sanit- sanitization on a regular schedule, right. reopening stuff if everything is on back order? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. The so. WNBA, too, is another season I look forward to. And I think they mm, postponed yeah. that as well, They too. did. They did. Yeah. I was actually, um, uh, Renee Montgomery is supposed to come. Nice. And, yeah. And I had to postpone her interview as well. Yeah. yeah. She's real funny. Funny is all get out. She I did is. not. She's an actress. Yeah, yeah, and that's how she got me. Like we we're on the same set together, and I swear to you, I'll, I'll tell this story when she's here. But she got us good. Yeah. She got us good, and I just kept. I I wasn't sure if she was serious or not. So I, are you okay? Are you okay? She's like, I'm fine, but I don't know. <laughs> so she just kept doing this back and forth. I was like, girl, you are crazy. She was like, I'm really good, huh? I'm like, yeah, stop it. She's really good. Wow. That's what's up. Yeah. She, she's dope. I like her. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, okay, we talked about you being a real estate um, and you share financial literacy and business yes, management. Um, how do you provide that information um, and how is it? Um, going with the affected um, with the pandemic affecting everything like is your because you have rental properties so right. how are you maintaining with that um, as well as I guess future property investments that right. you have I mean because funding now is, is the best time to get funding right now okay because the banks I think the banks were, if your credit score is good of mm-hmm. course you know you need to have a good credit score mm-hmm. 630 and above mm-hmm. um I think the banks were kind of more lenient now, giving away money to people. So this was the, during the pandemic was the best time to, you know, to receive and submit your application Mm -hmm. for capital to use it for whatever your business is or Mm -hmm. real estate, like you said. But honestly, as a landlord, um, it taught me that I kind of don't want to be hands on Mm. with people. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to have like a company, a management management company, company because it's just, People are going to take advantage, even mm-hmm. if it's, you know, they it's not. They make it worse than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just they want. They've been probably like the whole year, mm-hmm. but then they want you to feel some type of sympathy for a pandemic. Yeah. But you ain't even not one time when it wasn't a pandemic. Yeah. You didn't want to be on time. Yeah. So it's hard. So I I come from that angle too because I understand and I try to show some sympathy mm-hmm. and show some compassion for people because I know it's hard out here to pay your yeah. bills and. You may lost some income or whatnot, but at the end of the day, we still all got to pay bills. Yeah. And it's just life. Yeah. You got to be responsible enough to save money for a rainy day. 
Yeah. I can't express that enough. A lot of people really don't save money for a rainy day. I'm going to tell you, um, they, my rainy they, days have come and passed. And, yeah, um, I've definitely learned lessons, a lot of them. You go through it, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been, I've been there, so I can understand why. Because I know in a black community, we don't have people really teaching us how to manage money. Mm. Money management is so important. Not before we get a hold of it. Right. That's that's the thing about it. It's the after effect. Oh, why did you do this? Or why didn't you do that? Or, you know, it's always a right. post-instructive uh, type method to where our culture um, seems to take some sort of um, action. Right. It's, it's not before. Now, you have some households that are responsible and that do teach their children, but right. um, some households do not. So it's really difficult initially because once you get out there, it's not everything is not taught. It's just given. It's just given, yeah. And then it's up to you as an uneducated young adult to make decisions and try to be responsible and try to do it on your own because you already told your parents off, I'm grown, I don't got to take this. So, you know, it's just a whole bunch of that that goes with it. But um, when it comes to um, being a landlord, I've I've seen it. I've seen it. I've um, been a part of it. And like you said, if you have a compassionate heart, it's, it's not for you to be hands on, like <laughs> right. seriously. And I'm my, too compassionate at times. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, I really just want to help, but it's like, yeah, people are not. Sometimes you gotta show tough love. Yeah, you know. And I've shown tough love yeah. to people, and I've been sweet as well. Mm-hmm. But I do realize I just don't want anything, no dealings with people when right. it comes to being a a landlord to a tenant. Mm-hmm. I just want to kind of like just. Get the money, send my check, pay the people I need to pay, and that's it. I don't yeah. want to be hands-on. That's, that's, I've always said that. I was like, as soon as I get rental property, I'm getting a management company. There's right. no way I would do it because one day look at me like, oh, I can get over, huh? Yeah. That 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 would be it, and they probably would because I would be too scared to be like, dude, we're just going to court. Oh, you going to take me to court? Oh, okay. Or they wouldn't move out or something would happen to Give you to a hard where, time. Yeah, yeah, something would happen to where they just be like, she ain't going to do nothing. And I'd just be like, oh, wish they would hurry up and move already. Like, right. be sending letters. That ain't going to scare nobody. Like, that would be me. Right. I would have compassion to get them in, but to get them out, I'd just be like, mm. It would be yeah. a hard process. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It'll save you a lot of heartache and a lot of stress to... And I guess it would be more so I'm learning now who I want my tenant to be. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times we want to help our friends. And, yes. like, and sometimes your friends are going to take advantage of you because they know, oh, she know what's going on. Mm-hmm. She feel me. She know. Mm-hmm. You're like, you my friend, but I know the reason why you doing yeah. what you doing. And it's yeah. not right. You really think. You just prioritize. Like, priorities is important. Right. Like, prioritizing is important. Like, instead of, you know, I don't know if I can curse on here or whatnot. Just not the vulgar so marijuana. Okay, so yeah. instead of buying marijuana, mm. put money aside for your your rent. Yeah. Instead of A buying marijuana, of put some that. money aside for your Ooh. food for the month. Instead of buying marijuana, put some money aside A for your gas for the month. <laughs> Marijuana is not going to get, yes, it's, it's a stress reliever, you. but y'all got to just prioritize, I, right? I promise you, I know a good 10 people that do that ritually every single day, but don't have gas, but don't have food or complain. But they'll or, smoke that blunt. 
They got that blunt. They go, they go buy it too. They'll find that money to get it, but they can't find that money to do other stuff. So yeah, that's very I sad. get that. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's in that marriage of Juana, but uh, it ain't <laughs> it. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't think it's for me ever. I just hope I'll never have glaucoma because uh, no, <laughs> no. You probably, I can see you doing a vape or something. Nothing, nothing too much. Yeah, I've even tried hookah, and that just was not. It's not your though. No, it just I don't know. It's yeah. just a weird, weird feeling. Yeah. So yeah. But, um, okay, last thing before we get to, oh, we only have, literally have five minutes. So I do want you to give this. So even if we don't get to the games, um, you talk about higher self um, and self-love. Right. Give, like, a tip or two on what you would consider self-love, self-motivation. Right. You know, esteeming ourselves. I think what I utilize as far as for self-care is just meditating. Mm. Um, and being one with stuff, I don't know, no matter what the religion is, but just praying to a higher being and understanding that what you put out into the world is what you're going to receive. So if you're putting out negativity into the world, if you're training your mind to think negative thoughts, mm-hmm. then of course, it's what your outcome is going to be. So just understanding that you are in control of your thoughts. Do not let your emotions control your life. Mm. That's why people are get facing life in prison. Yeah. That's why people are, you know, killing and all this yeah. stuff. You are bigger than your emotions. So if you get a negative thought, like you want to kill somebody or you want to hurt somebody, that's just one thought. And then you're going to get another thought that's... Mm. So it's like, if you know it's coming like that, don't just move impulsively on that thought just because you had that thought. Right. Because we're going to have a million thoughts after right. that. So it's right. like, just stay calm. I would say meditation helps. Praying. Um, writing things that you want to do, things that you love, you know, write it out on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. um, plant out things that you always wanted to do, and mm-hmm. maybe you just didn't have the time or the resources to do it, but write those things out and put a timeline on yourself, create goals. Be I'm more of a goal-driven, like I put things in my calendar and my phone, because mm-hmm. we're so digital now, it's yeah, like a digital yeah. world, so everything, I get a reminder every day that says, I'm a few sacrifices away. So every day it pops up and I see it and I'm like, I'm a few, I'm a few sacrifices that's away. That's a good, yeah, that's a good reminder. So I understand that, okay, I got to put in more work. I got to put in more time. Because I, like, that's just literally is that simple for me. Mm-hmm. It's just sacrifice. So if, because I know some people, if I was, say it was me, and I'm just like, don't feel like nothing working and I'm emotional, but I try not to show it. And everything that I set out to do, it just seems like it always curves the opposite direction. Um, one of my friends I was talking to and we were discussing some things and I'm just like, there has to be a way that I can get her to re rework her, her thinking right. in regards to like, it's just so much. I don't know. Um, I just can't think it comes kind of heavy waves stuff like that like how I mean I've I've talked to her in regards to focusing and writing down things and getting her mind off of certain things but um when it comes to being motivated to move forward it's really really hard it is because everything you know has happened or is not happening yeah because a lot of people are they always stuck in the past yeah you're gonna be in the past 
you got to be willing to be present and create new opportunities. And that's only going to come when moving forward. So I think your friend, I think she's more so focused in the past. She's not willing to accept the things that mm. have happened. So once she's able and willingly to accept that, that was some messed up stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And it happened to me and it happens to a million other people. Right, right. I got to move forward. It, it's like one of those things because I've had friends like that too where it's like they're so depressed. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I think they just got to be willing. They got to find something deep down inside yeah. that they can truly believe in because it, tr- it it happened for me, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like what deep down inside can you believe in to say, hey, I'm, I'm tired of living in this past. I'm mm-hmm. tired of thinking of the negativity. Right. It's draining. Right. If you're going to do something, might as well do something. Like, either way, with the good and the bad, you might as well do something mm-hmm. positive. Like, right. it's always going to be bad stuff happening. Right. But I would rather just do good. It's just easier and it comes easy for me. Like, I just... I, it just comes natural. Like, I'm just like, I know bad things are going to happen. I'm not right. going to say I want to be a bad person because mm-hmm. this bad thing happened to me. Right. I want to continue to do good and understand that bad things can't happen. Right. You know? Um, and I agree totally. Um, what helps me is for me to focus on something that I know that I really, really want. Like, if I lose sight of that, right. then I can I can see where the negative thoughts and things the come. Depression kicks but in. as long as I'm focused, and that's what I always try to tell people, focus on something that you know you want to do and you like to do. Even if you don't see it long term, it'll get you out of the situation that right. you're in. So um, I agree with that. Yeah. She got to dig deep inside and find something that makes her. It's a light inside of her. Mm-hmm. We all have it. We all right. have this gift. Right. Dig deep inside, then move forward. Accept the bad things mm-hmm. and just, I'm done. Wash my hands. Move forward. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for stopping yeah. by. For I'm going to have you back, so don't yes, worry. Please. I would love to come back. And <laughs> Absolutely. If, if you need me to bring some people next time, I got you too. Look, when everything's over. I know, course. right? <laughs> when everything's over. So let people know where they can follow you, and um, I'll close out. Yes, everybody can follow me at DJ Lags, DJ B E E L A X. Yeah, on all platforms Instagram, Twitter. Um, and yeah, just follow me on those platforms to stay connected with me. And okay. I look forward to meeting everybody. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I will be back next Friday, 8 p.m. So you guys have a great evening. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, please do not forget to follow me on Instagram at the Lois Lane Radio Show, Facebook, Twitter, Lois Lane Radio. Please also subscribe to YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify at Lois Lane Radio. And once again, peace and love, and I will see you next week.